As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Good morning and welcome to the NBA Daily Ding here on the Athletic NBA Show. I'm Jared Weiss. I'm joined by Mo DeKeel. And Mo, I owe you an apology because I texted you earlier in the day and I said, hey, I got an early flight to catch in the morning. Can we just do it after the early games? Let's not worry about Warriors, Grizzlies. I mean, maybe the game will be fun. I'm sure it'll be fun, but like whatever. We've talked about those teams enough. And you were like, hell no. What the hell are you thinking? This is the rematch of the playing game it's going to be great and it was absolutely phenomenal where the grizzlies held off golden state in overtime 104 to 101 mo walk me through the end of this game i told you jared <laughs> i told you i told you this game had all the makings of it the rematch of last year's really intense playing game to get to the playoffs that game goes to overtime and this one goes to overtime in the chase center it was phenomenal i mean first off ja really just had another one of those performances holy shit man he's so good he's he's really good and he you know be honest like he was really good last season i think we're just seeing it a lot more right now early on and I think that's the big thing and he also had some risky moments here he nearly threw away the game with 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 a couple of bad threes I thought at the end of regulation after he made one but so many things happened Draymond Green getting an eight second count bringing the ball what up the on court. earth was that I mean like there's there was just so much the Warriors with 23 turnovers for 22 Memphis points that's the ball game right there at the end of the day Jared the Grizzlies had 17 steals in this game. I mean, I, I don't know what the record is. We probably should have looked it up too late. It can't be that far from that. I mean, 17 is an insane amount. You know, Jaw, so he had 30 points, 11-4-22 shooting, seven boards, five dimes, four steals. The Anthony Melton also had four steals and three blocks. I mean, Melton was phenomenal, had some crucial plays in crunch time. But it was just really cool to see Morant looking a lot more composed attacking in crunch time he had that unbelievable spin move at the end that kind of was like the winner for them and he just seems like he is continuing to grow his game and obviously with his insane athleticism it's like the more he figures out how to make the game slow down for him when you pair that with the insane speed he has it just makes him pretty much unstoppable 
Yeah, I mean, he's just growing as a player. Like, this is a number two pick in the draft that some people are probably looking at now going like, man, maybe maybe he should have been number one in that draft when you're looking at the way things are playing out. And that's just, he's continuing the progression, right? This is year three, right? Year three? three? Year three. Just continuing to grow, getting a better understanding of the game. They made the playoffs last year. This is just more of that progression from him. But it wasn't just him, Jared. It wasn't just... Kyle, I mean, it wasn't just Bain. It wasn't just Melton. Kyle Anderson had a monster block on Iguodala after he made a great cut off of a Draymond play. And it looked like that was going to be a surefire bucket. Like the Grizzlies were making plays defensively, not just from steals and things like that. They just did a phenomenal job of holding the Warriors down just enough because they were down 19 in this game. In a second night of a back-to-back, down 19, a lot of teams mail this one in. Those guys fought through it. It was really impressive. But you know what's one way to come back from down 19 is to watch Steph Curry take 23s in a game, which is blowing my mind, and then not score in the fourth quarter for the fourth straight game. And it's funny because Curry's box score overall looks very impressive. He had 36 points, seven boards, eight assists, uh, five turnovers, not good. Uh, but... Like, why is Steph not hitting late in these games? And what did Memphis do to take him out of it at the end? Well, like, this is still the same Golden State Warriors team that we saw last year where required Curry to go nuclear. There are going to be nights he's not going to be able to go nuclear. It looked like this was going to be that case, right? It looked like tonight, early on in the first quarter, when they kind of built that lead, we thought, like, oh, Curry might have a monster game. He goes for his rest, which is usually during a lot of the second quarter. Golden State Warriors score only 18 points. He goes to rest to start the fourth quarter. Golden State Warriors only score 19 points. Like, you seeing a trend there, Jared? Uh, are they better with Steph Curry on the floor? There you go. See, you a smart boy. I'm an analyst. I'm very, I'm, 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 I'm very, I'm very proud of you on that one. You can find all my work on The Athletic. And this isn't a call to, you got to play him more minutes or things like that. It's just, this is what the Warriors are right now. You know, Jordan Poole has not had the start to the season that I thought he would have. I thought he'd be more ready to roll based on what we saw in preseason and summer league. He's not been really kind of doing all that well so far in the regular season as it's gone on. Went four for nine today, not bad. Over two from three, not great. But like they still need that other guy while they're waiting for Clay Thompson to come along. And so there's just going to be nights like this when Curry can go off for a little bit he needs to be able to do it the whole game wasn't able to do it wasn't able to sustain it so you add that with the turnovers you're really not going to have much of a chance to win sure i mean it helps if you get the ball up the court in less than eight seconds in a crucial moment of the game so draymond probably wants to get that one back what did you think of them running the pin down curl for damian lee on the attempted game winner which looked like a pretty good opportunity you were probably the closest you possibly could have been to making that shot. You know, I mean, that thing really was like halfway down and then popped out. I had no problem with it. Damian Lee hit a big three towards the end of regulation to uh, tie the ball game. Curry was having an off sort of second half. He was struggling. He had a big opportunity at the end of regulation to win it and just missed it. You know, all the pressure and attention was going to come to Curry. So using him as a decoy, I think was a big one. And again, Damian Lee has been the guy that I 
thought might, maybe Jordan Poole was going to have. He's been in double figures every game this season. Shout out to Brian Smith, our producer, for dropping that in the chat. I am not that smart. I'm going to give a little <laughs> love to our producer for throwing that in there. But it's just like he was having a pretty solid night, especially when you look at the way he shot it tonight. Four for nine from three for 14 points. Like, I don't mind it at all, Jared. I guess last question, Memphis, are they title favorites now? I mean, we're just going to rename the Larry O'Brien trophy. The Desmond Bain Memorial Trophy. I like it. I mean, they have, like, Dylan Brooks didn't even play in this game, obviously. Desmond Bain is looking like a legit third-ish scoring option for them. Kyle Anderson's still playing well off the bench. Some of their recent draft picks, like Zaire Williams and Xavier Tillman, are stepping in there and contributing. It seems like the depth is sufficient for them to maybe take that next step out of the play-in ranking. Well, there was a good part of this game where it felt like the Grizzlies weren't going to be able to get over the hump because they couldn't make a shot. And I just kept looking at it going like, besides Morant, where are they going to get this from? We know Bain can do some things, but it's not somebody I would feel that confident to to count on night in and night out right now. And as a team, shot 12 of 48 from three is 25%. Like, that's not solid. On most nights, that's going to lose you a game. And I think that's something that, the Grizzlies kind of have to keep an eye on. If you take out Bain's threes, who was five and 11, you know, that's seven for 37. By the way, I need a lot of points for doing math on the fly right there. Everybody needs to just kind of nod their heads that I'm great and and hopefully correct. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But like, that's a brutal number right there. There's still some stuff there. This team still has a lot of work to do to be at another level. But I think this is a team that's good enough to be in the top six in the West. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Let's head out to Chi-Town where the Knicks survived the Bulls 104 to 103. The Knicks had a, was it a 13-point lead with two and a half minutes left? And then it was a one-point game at the end. So what the hell happened? I mean, the Knicks were just basically trying to throw this game away. It was unbelievable. With everything they were doing down the stretch, they got away with what was giving them the lead. And give credit to the Bulls. They tightened up defensively. And then they started to make shots and make smart plays on the offensive end of the court. That really kind of led to just being slowly able to work their way back, being down 13 and, and, and crawl their way into this. And then you have... Julius Randle missing two free throws right there. It it, it becomes a scenario where you're like, the Knicks are really going to blow this. Like, not only are they, if he makes those two free throws, the Bulls still have a chance to tie the game with a three. Now it's like, oh, they can win the game with just a bucket. And they got a decent look from uh, DeMar DeRozan. It looked like they were setting up a handoff to uh, Zach Levine. Instead, he fakes the handoff, turns the corner, 
gets a decent look. Good job from R.J. Barrett and Mitchell Robinson to jump off their guys to try to give a good contest, and DeRozan misses the shot. So the Chicago Bulls are no longer the undefeated team. The Utah Jazz are the only team that can now go 82-0 and this season, Jared. And, I mean, we're still hoping it happens. It's still plausible for sure. Uh, I mean, Chicago had 25, 22, and 20 from Levine, Vucevic, and DeRozan. They're kind of getting the scoring punch where they need it. Alex Caruso looked really good as a kind of unique playmaker. He had like drop off passes to cutters from the post, all sorts of weird little slip passes. Like he's, it's really cool seeing his game evolve with more of a playmaking role in Chicago. Yeah, well, like all those people when I would tweet about Caruso would just say, "No, it's just an LA thing." Like, yeah, where are you now? Like I told you, the kid was good. I told you the kid was it good, was Jared. Your, I told them. It. I told them. You didn't want to listen to me about the Warriors-Memphis game. I told you. I'm telling you now about Caruso. I told you then. Listen, the guy can do stuff. He's just a difference maker on the court. Solid defensively. Huge play at the end of the game against Kemba Walker to basically get the stop that Chicago needed to really have a chance in that game. So, you know. He's a great fit for them. Him, Lonzo Ball, I kind of like what the Chicago team's doing, but now they're facing stiffer competition. So let's see what they look like over the next 15 games. Well, they got the GOAT, and he's making plays. We got the GOAT here, Mo DeKeel, who has never been wrong about anything in his Ever. career. Ever. Ever. That's why we have him on the Daily Ding. For Brian Smith, our producer, I'm Jared Weiss. Make sure you listen to the NBA Daily Ding every weekday morning here on the Athletic NBA Show feed and subscribe to The Athletic at theathletic.com slash Daily Ding where you can find all my work covering the Celtics and the NBA and you can hear us talk about stuff on the podcast. So, Mo, let's get out of here. Ding, ding. Ding.